So that was just his thought process that why you chose what you chose. It was really neat. It made me think a little bit yeah. deeper, a little bit harder. Um, so it's anyway. like, so, so Mike, I, I meant to ask you this. Um, actually, I should have asked you this when Lincoln was on because he could answer it too. So like how many different discs are there? Are there? Like, you know how, so like, in, and I know, I know you don't want to compare it to regular golf. That's okay. You can. That's what everybody else does. But, like, you have your putter, you have your, your two wood, your three wood, you know, your driver, your nine iron. Um, you know, like, so, you know what I'm saying? Does, like, does yeah, it, yeah. is it like that? Is it like that with the. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you've got, like, your distance drivers. Those are your higher speeds. Um, and is that just then, all weight and material? Is it different? Well, like, no. It's more about, like, how fast the disc flies, how far, not even really how far, but like at what speed does it actually, do you have to make it spin to actually do what it's supposed to do to fly like it's supposed to fly? Yeah. I hope, I think I'm describing that well. Um, so you have like your distance drivers, you have your fairway drivers. So your distance drivers are like your, your like your woods, you know? Um, yeah. Those are for like when you're, is it teeing yeah. off when you do yeah, it? Yeah, teeing off. Yeah, we yeah. tee off as well, yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's just where you like, you know, you got like a 300-foot shot. And, you and you're just like, got this it. disc will. Like, I know, yeah. like, yes, I know that like if I get out my my yellow D3, which is a distance driver, um, I know like it's going to get there. Or no close doubt. to it, yeah. Yeah, or, or, yeah, yeah, no okay, yeah, yeah. So same thing, um, same thing when you're teeing off in golf. You're like, okay. Yeah. I got this club. Okay, the course is this long, so I got to use. I'm going to tee off with this club, and then I yeah. got to get it over here, and then I'm going to use this club, and then I'm going to put it in. So like yeah. So then, around. like, uh, you know, then you got your fairway drivers. They're a little bit slower. Not, I'm mean, not all, not super much slower, but that's more like your. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to compare it to golf. I don't play a lot of golf. Um. Yeah. But I like, tried it's tried it once and it was horrible. Yeah, I, I'm not good at it, and I just gave up. Um, it's like a drunk, retarded kid. Can you say that yeah. anymore? Did you watch or... me play? Did you? Oh, you're talking about you. Yeah. Oh God, Sorry. I'm like I played so many sports growing up, like basketball, football, ice hockey, volleyball. You know what I mean? Like baseball. Yeah. I played all the sports, but so for some reason, when I go to play golf, it's just like I'm not as billion. I don't know what sports are. Yeah, ooh, this is dumb. <laughs> like it just yeah. totally just doesn't work. I don't know what it is. And not at all. You know, I'm with you. I'm with you. Like I'm I'm good at softball and baseball, but man, you put a golf club in my hand, and I'm like, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. What they say in uh, what was that uh, that movie with uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Ben Stiller? Never go full retard. <laughs> just never do. That's what happens when I play golf. I go full retard. Um. So then you got your mid range. That's a. Uh, it's gonna fly a little straighter. Uh. And then you got like your approach disc. Um. Those have become really big lately approach disc so it's kind of like i'm approaching the green but i'm not far enough to where i need to like rip it um and then you have your putters that are uh very so like a distance driver is very sharp knife edged on the outside rim it's very sharp knife edged it'll cut through the wind um but like a putter is very blunt very round because once it hits the chains you want the chains to catch it so, yeah because okay so that's a question i had too because i was watching this I was watching a guy putt, and I was watching videos on YouTube. Sure. Because I'm generally trying to get into this, right? Because I see how, how, how much it's helped you. Mm -hmm. So he, like, threw it, but the chains didn't catch it, but it stayed in the basket. 
and he got pissed. So it's like, does it have to be in the chains? No, no, just well, that it's just got to be in the basket. That's okay, a whole. So not, I don't understand why thing. he got upset then. Yeah, I don't know why he got upset, but um, I mean, like I shot thirty six holes yesterday, and I think probably. 10 of them i didn't even hit chains i just hit the ba- i hit the basket and it went in like um very I'll, good well I, i'm i'm yeah once it's in you're in it's there's some there's a rule couple of rule changes this year that um it's caused some controversy um but we're not a disc golf podcast so i don't really want to get into it but yeah um, no that's fine absolutely not yeah don't worry about that um it's, it's that's kind of in the weeds kind of thing um but yeah, once it's in the basket, you're good to go. It, not on yeah. top of it, like so you know the basket has like the thing on top where the chains are connected to on top. You can't be on top of it. You got to be in the basket yeah, or in yeah. the chains. You can be in the chains. So, um, I what he, your guy might be doing is I know like when I play with my friends or casual rounds, not tournament rounds, but like just casual rounds. Um, if your disc goes in and it's hung into the chains, it hasn't fallen into the uh, the basket. The basket um then everyone else tries to knock your disc out and ah, if you don't okay. get knocked out if you stay in then you're king of the mountain and then depending you know if you're doing something scoring then you add scoring and, yeah like an you know extra you know, you know yeah like you don't take a head or whatever yeah yeah or you know hey you know you don't take a stroke uh, for that no but yeah, i know some guys that i know some guys that like that They'll pay you like a dollar for every time you're king of the mountain. Everybody gets, you know, if you're king of the mountain, you get a dollar. So uh, I don't play with those guys, but I do know some guys who play. That <laughs> sounds sounds like it gets too expensive. Um, no, because that actually doesn't happen that often. And getting someone off a of king of the mountain, not hard. Not if you know what you're doing. So, oh, okay, fair uh, yeah. enough. So shows how much I know about this fucking sport. But yeah, so that's that's was that's that's uh I had a, I had a good round yesterday. Was very happy with it, and um, I don't know when my next one's gonna be. I think maybe end of June. Mm, I think I think end of June's Hotlanta, so that'll be my next one. Okay. Um, I might I'm gonna try to get in. I mean, like, uh, like, um, like double stuff is starting around here. Uh, uh, so there's stuff that's getting ready to get started. That's gonna happen like every week. So yeah. I'll try to attend that stuff, but um, tournament wise, pr- probably end of June. I don't know. Go. Our uh, six year old's got to poop, so that happened. Okay, so cool. yeah, hey, it happens. Yeah. So on the sh- on the show, heat man. Never mind. Um, on the show today, she's laughing because she knows what I was gonna say. Um. <laughs> so on the show tonight. Uh, okay, let's go ahead. Hang on, let's let's pause and go back. Everyone, we took last week off because yes, uh, Billy was very very sick. Yes, um, I don't want to break uh, HIPAA. And no, I'm fine. You can. I'm, I had the flu. It was just uh, I just I was sick as hell, and uh, you can kind of still hear it a little bit. I'm still stuffed up, and it sucks. You were you Fuck were pitiful. Me. You were pitiful. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I was like, because like, so I was, yeah, so I was, <laughs> I was tired, um, uh, because I'd done like baseball a lot at the end of the week and then I did a tournament last week as well. So by like Sunday, I didn't want to move. And, oh, yeah. um, so, so then you're like, up. and then of course, you know, Susan's like, let's go do something. 
And um, so of course we did. <laughs> and uh, that's gonna be real fun here in a moment. Everyone's gonna know why you left. Uh, so then um, you, you called me or like, or you texted me like, hey, we're we gonna do the show, and I was like, uh, it's kind of like my thought. And you're like, uh, I'm sick, and I'm like, well, let's take the week off. And you're like, you're like golden opportunity. <laughs> you're like, really? And I'm like, yes, let's just, yeah, man, you're sick. But what I didn't tell you was, I didn't feel good either. Uh, so it all worked itself out. So I didn't feel well. I was exhausted, purely exhausted. Um, and you were sick. So we took the week off. Yep. Um, which is funny because this is normally the week that podcasters take off with mother's day, but no, we're here. We're here. Happy, happy mother's day for all the mothers out there, by the way, that are listening. Yeah. Happy mother's day. This is we're recording on the Sunday. I don't see you are ama- moms. You're amazing. Most of you. Uh, deadbeat moms suck, but um, most moms are amazing. I know one of those. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna leave that one alone. Yeah, uh, I don't want that look, dude. Um, oh, look, there's whiskey in my cup. Yum, yum. Uh, so on the show tonight, uh, you're listening to the Unprofessional Veterans. Uh, I'm Rich, and I'm Billy. Uh, we've got to get better at that. We suck at that. Yeah, we do suck at it, but it's Wait, like, but you know, we suck at it on the other show too. Yeah, but it's just not something, I mean, it's not, we're so inconsistent with when we deliver it. So it's like, oh yeah, now we're at the mi- nine minute mark. You go back like, yeah, you go back like three podcasts. It was like halfway into the freaking episode. This might be the earliest we've ever done it. So yeah, maybe we should do uh, and- some intro. Maybe that's a key to like record an intro and just run it. No, I like it the way we do it. Yeah, it's true. It's, yeah. It's so delicious. it is. It's so sexy too. Um, <laughs> Cause you just never know when it's going to show up. Uh, and on tonight's show, we have uh, probably my yeah my second favorite guest we've ever had. Um, wow, really? <laughs> Come on, like uh, Pastor Chris is pretty ma- amazing. Yeah, no, he is, but like seriously, he deserved a smack in the back of the head right then. Susan. Uh, we have my wife on, Susan. We've talked about her a lot on the show, and. Uh, I had this thought in my head that the night we recorded on Mother's Day, um, honestly, I've been thinking about this since we started. She just didn't know it. Um, in fact, she didn't know she was going to be on the show until a couple hours ago. Um, but th- I don't think Which there's a hilarious. Yeah. And you called me earlier, like, who's our guest? And I was like, Susan. And you're like, does she know? I was like, not yet. Um, so fucked up. <laughs> so, uh, but there's not, I don't know, there's a, another person out there right now who could tell a mother's story of point a to point b better than her the way she sacrificed her dreams and put them on the ice for so long to finally now she's getting to uh enjoy them and actually take part in them and she's gonna have to stop playing her brick game because she's gonna have to talk here is that moment. the brick breaker with the ball is it that the one no Which what one? is it called my block. My block. She plays my, my block. block. What the heck is it? it's not Roblox? They had to create they had to create levels for her. You know what I mean? Anyways. What do you mean they had to create levels? What she's like just went beast mode and beat the game and now yeah. there's they numerous like... times. Numerous times. But she was in college, so there was that. What's it called? My blocks? You can always trust Billy to either buy something while we're on the show or download something while we're on the <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah, I mean, look, that's right, it's right there. Got it right here. Yeah. 
So no, Susan more. is here. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to talk her through her story because she's not a big talker. Um, even though, even though she did speak once at our church and it was one of the top downloaded uh, uh, Facebook videos of our church. So um, don't thumb down. Don't thumbs down because, look, you can do it. And then like, yeah, it's audio only, but I'll call you out and let everyone know what you're doing. <laughs> Susan. So don't thumbs down that. That's not it's not happening. Not so, on my watch. So we're going to have Susan on tonight. You want to say hey? Hi. <laughs> hey. Hey, everybody. Uh, so how long have we been married? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Uh, I just I love that you just had to ask her and you did it so like for those that can't because the guys can't see us. He was like, uh, I'm gonna slowly turn towards her and go, How long have we been married? Please don't strike get, me. Trying Please. to get her to, trying to get her to talk. We got married see, April. I know 10th, you know 2004. Yes. So 18 years. Yeah. Ooh. I got it, I got it right. You doing the math there, Billy? Carry the one and subtract it from his foot. Yeah, that's don't, 18 years. That's 18 don't years. Pythagorean theorem. Well, we're two away from 24, Please. so it's a little easier to go the other way. That's some common core math right there. We're two away from 24. If you draw uh, six boxes and you subtract four of them and then you add three more and then you put an apple in the middle, the answer is 18. I got that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Totally Just say. Because you have to count the number of sides on the box. Yeah, and then you bring it over, and then the bird flies by. How yeah. many humps are on the bottom of the apple? Yeah, and then the siren goes off, and then mm -hmm. the answer appears on the paper. Yep, common core math. We would make great teachers. Well, you traditionally get eight to ten slices with an apple core slicer, but it's fine. Okay, now she's just really throwing some really fancy stuff in there. This is what I live with. <laughs> this, is, this, stuff. this is so great. An apple core slicer. <laughs> So, uh, Susan and I, we actually met in 99. God, you guys are old. July of 99. Yeah, la the last week of July of 99. So, we tell met. that story. Where did you guys meet? <laughs> this one time at band camp. <laughs> yes, thank you. I'm so glad you picked that up. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> and it's true. We actually met before that movie came out. We did. Yeah, we did. We met before that. We're talking about American Pie kids. Um, Millennials. Yeah, we met at band camp. I, I played trumpet and you played clarinet. Mm -hmm. And we were doing a swing show. You have to talk. We're doing a swing show. So and the trumpets and the clarinets intersected with most of the pages of, that we ran yeah, for drill. drill. Yeah. That's, that's what you guys call it, intersecting? Well, yes. Well, um, we were, <laughs> and our tuba sucked, so they would constantly screw up. And um, our band director, Mr. Calhoun, would stop us, and he'd like he'd go, he would just get pissed and like climb down his wooden. You remember this, but you don't remember where we went on our first date. I do remember we went on our first date because you told <laughs> me this is so great. I'm so, I'm like a fly on the wall for this right now. Keep going. I'm so this is so good. Uh. I'm not gonna tell you I remember all this. Um, so uh so we flirted our way through band camp. Yeah. And then he decided to date. And we some can other stop girl. right there and move oh, on. Oh the 
this is all it's all coming out it's all coming out jerry, jerry and then we started dating in october jerry. yeah at a youth camp ironically october the 16th was the weekend of that youth camp really yeah that's how y'all remember these dates so unique because my daughter's birthday is october 16th oh oh okay that right? makes sense. okay that makes sense that makes sense our not our 19 year old daughter is october <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about her she's 16 now so we don't talk about we just we don't talk about her we don't talk about her at all not the 19 year old um and so yeah so we uh we started dating and so i think this is important because i want people to hear this answer because i think it's important for people i think it's this is important for anybody but specifically teenagers to say you can have what you want be but be willing to adapt to what is put in front of you so my and then it'll make sense once i ask my question my question is and you know what's coming don't shake your head no you do know what's coming all right what's coming what were you what were you looking for in a boyfriend and a future husband when i came along not a redhead not oh, shit. not somebody younger than me not somebody who is going to wear a uniform Definitely not somebody who is going to be a preacher. That's a whole lot of pressure. Um, the rev. <laughs> um, not somebody who was from my hometown. What? Well, hold, hold, hold up. Why? Why? Why not? Why not? I didn't have any plans to stay there. So see, that if makes sense. Guys, there. That would make it harder to move away. To move away. Yeah. Nope. Okay. Cool. Totally makes sense. Um, so my list was shot all to pieces. A little, just I a little wanted, bit. Oh, yeah. I wanted somebody who um I could have fun with, somebody who got along with my friends, somebody who um you could look at and ask a really I wouldn't say necessarily a stupid question. But maybe a question that would be considered kind of off the wall, an unexpected question, yeah. and a conversation follow from that. Um, so when we started hanging out, he was friends with my best guy friend at the high school. Um, so all we ever did was hang out as friends. Um, he lived... Oh, I don't know, 45 days out in the country. Um, I'm trying to think it was at least 20 minutes <laughs> from town. It's supposed to be. It was supposed to be at least 20 minutes. If you did it right, you could get there in 13 by God's grace and angel wings. But I, it's fine. I drove a Ford Fest, a 1993 Ford Festiva. Oh, I'd put God, that in. That's such a horrible car. Oh I'd put that thing on two wheels, bro. <laughs> I outrun the cops once in it. All right, go ahead. Um, okay. Maybe, oh, maybe your parents aren't listening. It's fine. Um, but we would. I mean, we were stuck in the car forever, so we would have those conversations. We would talk about what. Um, gosh, I think we talked beyond high school more than we actually talked about what was happening in high school. 
So people who don't know, I'm redheaded. Oh yeah. Oh God. Yes. Is red uh, as the, the red stripes and the American flag behind you? Served in the Navy. When so he moved uniform. to Gilmer County, he was younger than me. By how much? Hold on. How how much? Not to throw. No, we're not saying actual ages. She was a senior and I was a sophomore. Susan. Listen, he was cute. It was only supposed to be a six month fling. Yeah, because somebody was graduating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, this I had it. plans, man. I had plans. This is my summer crush. This was it. Uh, you gra- you were going to graduate, and I was stuck there. And I was going to move four plus hours away, at minimum, after I graduated college. You just didn't want to be in your hometown anymore, huh? No. D- didn't you tell me you wanted to move to like South Georgia? I did. And that's when I was going to meet my husband. Oh, like, so you you planned? Hold on, hold on. Let me stop this right here. I'm okay, sorry. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. So you were planning of leaving your town and moving to South Georgia, and then when you got there, in your mind, once I moved there, I was going to meet my husband. Yes, because but you just didn't know who that person was yet. You were just going to be there, and then since you were there, you were going to meet that person. Right, because okay. I had gone all the way through up to my senior year without a serious boyfriend in high school. So at that point, I'm now going to go to college, going to get my teaching degree, get a job four plus hours away. So South Georgia, so I could still teach in Georgia um, and then open myself up to meet my future spouse. Fair enough. I mean, that's fair enough. So what so you're so all I'm hearing is that was your plan. And then you met him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you say it? Like, <laughs> um, why'd you say it so <laughs> Susan? Well, because it's so cliche. I married my high school sweetheart. Yeah. It's not cliche. You know how cool that is, especially nowadays with all these kids with their with their Tinder and plenty of fish and all that other I won't talk about it. <laughs> it's a little bit of a sore subject right now. Um, but I will say that when I was in High school. I'll just swoosh, I'll just swoosh right by it for you, babe. I got you. Um, when I was when I was in high school, because I did not want my heart crushed over and over again, I was very particular about who I allowed to know the real Susan, um, to know Susan fully. So yeah. I had prayed specifically that. Um, I did not have to endure heartache after heartache in high school just to, um, hang on. I got a kid calling me, <laughs> um, because it, it, high school relationships. Hey, hang on, hang on. No, yeah, no, I totally get it. So it's like that whole part is funny to me because. I think it's such a different culture in the South in the sense that what Susan was just describing, like I'm I'm not going to let someone, you know, get my heart broken over and over and over again. Cause I, I mean, I, when I went to high school, it was like, I felt like everyone was in a freaking relationship with someone at one point. I don't know if that sounds crazy or not, well, no, because I mean that's how it feels. I mean that that's 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 how it that like that's how it it seems 
you know, and, and you know, what's funny is like, I, I look at these, uh, these people that were constantly dating different people in high school and bro, they can't keep it together now. Like we're, we're in our late thirties, forties. And yeah, no, absolutely. Like, I agree. They are on, they're on like uh marriage three, you know? No, I, I understand. I completely understand. I just think it's funny too. Susan's like, oh, I got a kid calling me, which is funny because we, for people that don't know, we record these. So, I'm in North Carolina and obviously Rich is in in in, in Georgia. So we use a program where we're, we don't have to be directly in front of each other. So it's funny because we're doing this. I'm in my studio set up in my bedroom. So we're in our houses and we all have children. Like I tell my daughters, I tell them, I'm like, daddy's recording this podcast. Unless you're dying. I don't want to hear a knock at the door. Just just leave me alone. <laughs> so it's like I have to give them these preempted warnings. Or what I do is I take a, a cup and I fill it with NyQuil and then I swirl in some melatonin. Yeah, you might want to remove that from the podcast. That's No, I'm just kidding. I don't do that, people. I know you don't. No, we've heard your kids before. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Show. Oh, yeah. Save it. Um, on... Yeah, they've come on a couple of times. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So I want to go back to what I was going to. So you, you wanted to move to South Georgia and be a teacher, yeah, like that girl from Osceola. No, not the girl from Osceola. She died. I'm just saying it was, that wasn't a smart plan on your part because well, it didn't happen, so it's irrelevant. All right, so you go to college, uh, you graduate high school, you go to college. Uh, we can ignore my senior year. Well, I mean, who in their right mind knows at 17 and 15 that they've met the person they're going to marry forever? Um, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. We did, though. Yeah. No, is, that is a lot of pressure. That's. Uh... Yeah. But is it pre- is it a lot of pressure, though? Um, I mean, because I, mean, I, I, I look at this way. My parents were married. My parents got married when I was when my my mother was 18. Yeah, eighteen. So same, you know, same boat as you guys. But it's rare that it's rare, especially nowadays, where mm-hmm. divorce is so. I mean, look at me. <laughs> I've I've been through the ringer twice. Yeah, but she dodged a bullet there, bro. I mean, <laughs> be real well, the first the first one I was my my fir- my first wife I was extremely young and stupid. And me and her, we still talk. We still talk. We're still friends. It was just we were just young and caught up in the moment went to a courthouse it was really stupid like it was just really stupid but i'm but it's on my record it's a blemish it's not Can't a blemish it it's Can't a learning it well i mean i'm still friends with her like me and her were like what are we doing like we're just better off friends and we locked like walked into the courthouse and we're like we want to get a divorce and the judge was like okay well we know no like we're, there's nothing we don't want to like take anything from each other we, just, <laughs> we were dumb but my second one yeah my second wife i definitely that's oh my god. That's a, that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. Anyway, so, so south, so south Georgia. Now, was there a place in in southern Georgia? Well, did you have like a town where you're like, I want to, I want to teach, I want to go to this school, I want to teach at this, this, this high school or this whatever. Not Osceola. <laughs> listen, that's only relevant because you listen to the podcast. No, um, I did not have a specific town. Um. But I just knew that 
it was going to be um it was going to be at least you could not just show up if you were going to come see me there you had to have a plan i'm a planner i like plans yeah it's got to be mapped out it's like okay well you're going to come see me on the third friday of the of february and right that's your hangout time that's your hangout time otherwise that's my time to leave me alone um it's so funny hearing this because of what you got richard flies (laughs) by the seat of his pants yeah rich like me and richard just like i can see that because i think i'm the same way as rich like i'll wake up in the morning my ex-wife used to hate to hate this i would wake up and i'd be like hey babe it's saturday Let's go to the mountains. Be like, what? Why? Why are we going to the mountains? Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't fucking know because the sky's blue and there's a bird chirping. And it made me excited. Go pack a damn bag. Like, <laughs> or he'll say, "Well, I was thinking." <laughs> he said, <laughs> "I was thinking." Oh, I, I love time it. planning. So, um, so you're looking at South Georgia, and then, yeah. So that when, was. When did you know, like? This is something I don't know. I've never asked you this, and if I have, God knows I don't remember. Uh, when did you know like it was all not going to happen that way? When I turned down the opportunity and scholarship at Barry College to attend Reinhardt because I could commute to Reinhardt and we could continue our relationship. Aww. And I could live at home and work at home and still be in the same community you were in. Oh, that's why you went to Reinhardt. Well, that and I didn't want to share a dorm room. I had to share a room. <laughs> okay, so it wasn't just rich. Okay, so the truth <laughs> is coming out. I guess so not... soft there for a second. It, it was a sweet moment. Like, I was about to start playing some like really sweet background music. There's what? a benefit to being the only oh. girl. Oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she's got two brothers. Like, I was going to start playing this. Look. I'm talking, Susan. Oh, <laughs> I wanted to be in the same town. You can turn that crap off. And I, I, could, I, could, I could commute and, and still see you. And then, then I didn't want a fucking roommate. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we dated through my junior year. Then my senior year happened. And we don't have to talk about that. That and was rough. We had to grow up. Yeah, we had to grow up a lot. And, you uh, more than me. Well, hold, 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 hold. Yes, you do have to talk about that because you're not going to skip. Hold up. We're not doing this. Not not on this show. You're not skipping a two year period. He broke up with me. Son of a bitch. Right. So that he could date other girls. That's not true. Don't. Well, hold. That's not true. That's not why I broke up with you. That's why you broke up with me the first time. So you could go on the first time. Oh, and then I went on that date with that. Oh, my gosh. It was terrible. Terrible, terrible. Um, that surfer dude looking guy. Hey, no. Susan, you want to go to the bar? Be cool. Let's, no, he couldn't. Billy, he couldn't. Billy, Billy, Listen, Billy, Billy. This mm, goodness. So, um, just give the overview. Of so this. he kind of gave it's off so the great. Zach Morris vibes from Saved by the Bell. You just used a Saved by the Bell reference, and it I was did, so perfect. That was I'm so great. So old. So, um. <laughs> So Richard had broken up with me and told me that he was going to go on a date with some girl. Um, Damn, boss. You just flat I, out told her. She said, makes it sound like I'm like, I'm breaking up with you soon and go on this date. That's not at all what happened, but okay. Well, you mean a name? Okay. 
No, I don't want you to name drop. Oh, oh, now we're not name dropping. We used to name drop. (laughs) This is so awesome. This is great. I'm so loving this. Um, so I don't even know. I don't remember if you went on your date or not. I feel like you did not. However, because I'm a little petty, I was determined to go on this date. And so I asked the guy out. Um, that should have been my first clue. Um, so we're making plans and he goes, you're going to have to pick me up. And I thought, okay, no big deal. He lives on campus. It's not uncommon for you to live on campus. And, but he, right. He didn't have a car, not a big deal. Except that when I picked him up, we had to go not down towards where all the stuff was at in Canton, but up a little ways because that's the gas station that would cash his check. Um, and he couldn't drive because even though he was under 21, he had already lost his license to a DUI. Oh, Susan. Yeah. Listen, choices were made, but so, so when this guy walked around, did red flags just fall out of his pockets? Because there's so many that you're mentioning right now. I didn't, well, I didn't really know him that well. I didn't, it it was petty. If Richard's going to do it, I'm going to do it. because <laughs> i'm not gonna be the only one that's got her feelings um oh, so i oh, think we went ooh. to a movie and i think we went to cracker barrel to eat um and then he was like oh do you want to do this again i was like no i don't um and then i drove back to gilmore county and i think i went to see william that night and was like william this is horrible william is our mutual friend okay so that makes more sense thank you for explaining that sorry william yeah. introduced <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We William actually William played trumpet as well. So he and he and Susan grew up together. So he introduced us. So all right. So Susan, so you went on you went on the petty date. I did. This is not yeah. anything this podcast is supposed to be about. This no, is this, we're getting up to. Her, this is her A to B. This is her A to B. This is her A to B. Shut up. This is her A to B, and I'm enjoying this. So this is good for me too. Listen, I'm alone in this house. Okay, I got two daughters. I sit here and talk to myself most of the time. On Sundays is when I get to have adult conversations. So let me enjoy this, Rich. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Susan, sorry for interrupting. Go ahead, continue. Um, so I think we got back together for a little while and then we broke back up, right? I don't know. I don't you don't know. We wound up back together and then we broke up at some point. Um, and while we were broken up, we were still in the same friend group. So um I think he tried to date other people and I think that I ran them off. I can't verify that. um, But I'm sure that Susan was very determined at that point that Richard Robertson was hers. Um, And listen, this is why this is why I'm I'm baffled that people get married at 18 and make it because I was 19, I think at this point and going, I'm psychotic. I know I'm psychotic, but why? Why? Why would you feel psychotic? Um, you want me to list them or? Oh, because... <laughs> <laughs> there's a list. I, I have the list. Uh, because I, even though I tried to date other people, yeah. Um, and I even dated a guy who it uh for Christmas installed a new sound system in my car 
um, with new speakers and everything. Um, and I gave him a $5 VHS movie for Christmas. V- God, we're old. We're old. We're, so the three old. of us are just old VHS. So, kids, for, for those that are listening, yeah, VHS <laughs> was this rectangular box that had a movie on it that you slid into another box, which was called a VCR. The VHS was the actual disc, and it played movies because <laughs> we didn't have cell phones, so we couldn't stream stuff to the television. That's that was, well put. I think that was pretty good. Well done. I think that was a good VHS disclosure for those uh, really millennial, millennial turds. So my senior year, while mm-hmm. we were broken up, uh, I enlisted in the Navy because 9-11 happened. Well, not because 9-11 happened, but 9-11 happened, and then I enlisted in the Navy. But I want to say, like, I didn't make these decisions without you. No, um, you were part of the delayed entry program. DEP. DEP. D-E-P. Oh, yeah. And D-E-P. so our Saturday mornings, so while then, um, we were I went in out, in July because I don't want to talk about it because Susan will just <laughs> rip on Senior Chief. Senior Chief Opensinski is a liar, but it's fine. Um, it's wow, fine. Wow. He was actually a really good recruiter because he said all the right things. Um. He answered all of my questions very prettily. But no, I went with him to all the delayed entry program meetings because even though we were broken up, our future was together and this was going to be our future. So Richard wanted me to know what it all would look like. And so I was. And we had no idea. No. No, joint. That's a that's a big leap. But good for you guys for even doing that. Good for you, Susan, for inserting yourself into that. I'm being dead serious. I mean, I mean, it really is. It's it's a uh, as you know as we'll get into it. I'm sure, and as those who know who have been through it, it's a hard life for a spouse. Mm-hmm. So I left July seventh of what eleven two thousand and two two thousand. Yeah, we're old. So before we ever got married. Yeah. So right after nine eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Almost so a I- year. I left July 7th, something like that. Um, we were up camping for 4th of July, and then uh, I kissed my mom and dad goodbye up the campsite, and Susan drove me down to, or drove me over to Knoxville, where I stepped uh, out of. Knoxville, and, Georgia? No, mm-hmm. Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh, so you drove all the way up to Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah, like our like where we're at, our recruiting station was, you know how it is. It's all regioned out, and that was the central of the region. Okay. Yeah, no. So no, they just, drove I mean, that's two we, states away, so or three states away. So well, not from where we lived, it was Knoxville. Knoxville to LJ was only like four hours. Oh. L- oh. L- yeah. So I'm she drunk. drives she 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 drives me <laughs> up to Knoxville, still not a boyfriend or girlfriend, just friends. And um uh she because turns, I was obsessed with him. She turns around and drops home that night <laughs> after dropping me off. <laughs> Cause I was obsessed. She she didn't just say it, she sung it. Cause I was obsessed with him. <laughs> so so then I do t- uh get on the ship, get on the uh Philippine Seattle Mayport. Well, I think it's important to state that once you graduated from boot camp and then from as you were in MA, not MA school, SM, SM school, one of those schools. Now, when were you on? What? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. 
I had a thought and it came out sooner than I wanted to. Keep going. ADHD. Oh, look, squirrel. Anyway. <laughs> um, so I think it's important to note that somewhere between boot camp letters and signalman school letters, plus, oh my gosh, we ran the phone bill up to like $400. Yeah, we did. Um, <laughs> I passed SMA school because of her. Um, we would stay up late at night. She had um, I had a deck of Morse code cards. Yeah, that she we had used to she study. had Morse code cards. She had the flag cards. And we studied um, all while she's in college. Yeah. So it was during that time that we renewed our relationship. I guess formally, specifically, I don't know what the proper terminology there would be. Um, you so guys this, made, officially made it, got it back together. Yeah, this yes. Is, uh, yeah. Right? Isn't that right? Sure. Yeah. It's my story. You know what? It's my story anyway. Sure. I'm gonna make yeah, it you up. Do, yeah. You do you, Susan. Shut up, Rich. Anyway, keep going, Susan. Um, so I'm trying to think. When did you so he was then stationed? Oh yeah. So here it is. Here's when Chief opened Sinsky Lod. So he was then stationed on the Phil C um out of Jacksonville. Mayport Naval Station. Yeah, man. Hey, which is um, still weird that we were on sister ships next to each other and never knew it. At the same time. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was on the USS. I was on the Way City, in Mayport. Uh, I spent six years of my life in Mayport. Oh two to oh eight. I am so sorry. We uh, might not have made it if we had stayed in Mayport. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, Richard would. We had um, code words that we would communicate with. Um, I think black horse is one we use for numbers. And then we had other code words so that I knew when he was going to be out to sea for training purposes or um, just because the Philsey decided to go make a loop in the ocean, do a couple figure eights and come back um, yep. for, you know, four weeks, six weeks, 12 weeks. Oh, uh, let's do five months but we're not on deployment yet um six months max my ass but it's fine um <laughs> y'all please realize this is 20 years ago <laughs> and she's still pissed off about it i will look at grudge yeah you it's do fun. keep yeah keep seriously going your, keep going with your it. story i'm um, actually gonna get you a wrestling belt made up says grudge holding world champion <laughs> Um, so he comes home. Our brothers are going to their senior prom, right? Yes. Um, he comes home and we had started talking about marriage formally. Um, but I was, I mean, I worked at daycare as a job, so I didn't have money as well as being a college student. Um, he was in the Navy. Y'all didn't make any money. So it was not, <laughs> nope. it was not on my radar. Um, but he pulled off an amazing proposal. It was perfect for us. It suited our personalities to the T. Um, so we will circle back now to um, band when we did that marching show and we always stopped and that's when we communicated or when we chatted flirted um it was always on the 50 yard line so when he proposed 
um, he proposed on the 50-yard line of our high school football field. No, you didn't. Yes, he did. Rich, I'm impressed, brother. Good for you. He did well, good. Well, you know what? Well done, man. That's no. <laughs> so so sweet, bro. You better have allergies. I, no, I was cut. I was cutting onions for dinner tomorrow. And it just got really bad. Um, and then we <laughs> went to a music Midtown concert. Midtown, right? Yeah, yeah. He's you know, you, tell your story. So, so then, then I deployed. <laughs> we did. Uh, so she was telling you about the five months we did. What that actually looked like was three months, and we were gone for three months, and then uh, doing war games for another battle group who was prepping to go. What year was that? Two thousand and three. Is that when you proposed? Yeah. No. So we did we were doing war games for somebody else. And then we had to go do war games because our our strike group was deploying. So yeah. we did it used to be you would do war games, you'd come home. Yeah, it was like for, a since, four week workup. Yeah, and then you were yeah. gone. Nope. No, we did not. We did war games. We then went down to um went down to Miami and south coast of Miami for about a week. And uh, <clears throat> then we left for seven and a half months. So I wasn't. So you didn't pull back in before you left for deployment. No, no it was now August they come... to, to March. Go ahead and ask that question because I've got the answer. Go ahead and ask it. Did they? Did they tell you guys about this to tell the families? <laughs> no. So we you had no. Idea. That's dirty. Hmm. So you had no prep like you couldn't hold on for those that don't know. There's a lot of prep when you're on a, a U.S. naval warfighting vessel. As the service member, there's shit you need to bring to be able to survive through that. Deployment. Am I wrong, Rich? I mean, there's certain like you got to get you might need new boots because you, you can't there's, that's there's shit you so can't buy in the middle. They, yeah, they, yeah, we were so I know this is about Susan, but I'll, I want people to understand. It's like, never just about Susan. It's this. Fun. Shit. Um <laughs> I can't even respond to that. Uh this, this is important energy. because we you know we're trying to plan a wedding through this. And yeah. and so we were we were deployed so much. We were out to sea. When we say deployed, I mean not home port. Okay. Not not we pure side. We were deployed so often in 2003. That when we got back, we were headed back, and one of the guys who was on the ship, and he wasn't even attached to the ship. He was actually attached to the Navy Times, but he was just there doing stories. I mean, he deployed with us the whole time. I mean, I'll, I'll give him credit. Yeah. Um, but he told me, he said, um, he was doing an interview with a few guys, and I was kind of just hanging out on the mess decks with him. And he goes, do you guys realize you were home a total of 152 days in 2003? A total. So it was like seven days here, 10 days here, 14 days here. A total of 153 days. And I said, no. Um, so 52, wow. 53 something. Anyways, but the ship was so salty and so go ready that everyone just had everything on the ship. Even if you didn't live on the ship, you just had everything on the ship. Like that was that was the lifestyle we were told to live. Now, I lived yeah. on the ship, so all of my stuff was on the ship. Um, but 
I mean, I'm talking like they were, they were bringing in tow trucks and moving these guys' cars from where they normally parked every day for work to long-term parking. That literally happened. Um, so Whoa. I'm trying to plan a wedding with my, my fiance who is also attempting to go to college to get her degree to chase her dreams. And the Navy's like, nah, here's a fist and here's some lube. You know what I mean? Like they gave you lube. At least you got lube. That's well, a lie. Probably a pocket so we planned a wedding. <laughs> we planned. <laughs> We plan. I'm skipping past it because it, that's not what's important here. Uh, we um we planned a wedding that way, and then um uh, we did we did our marriage counseling via email. Um, we now I think it's important. Now, did you do it through your church? Um, it was yes. Our the youth pastor. He had been our youth pastor. Very cool. Very cool. Um, so we we I referenced earlier that we had been very creative in our communication because of deployments and stuff like that. So we got really good at talking things through in email. And one of the things we had to discuss early on was that when you are reading something, you cannot insert feeling words or descriptors that are not there. So unless the email said, I am very disappointed in you, I could not take and imply something that was not there. So we got Which really good. very often. Yes. Um, so we got, we got really good at um, expressing ourselves and, and communicating the important things without assuming one or the other was upset. Um, and that became very important later um, with text messaging and um, social media mess and all of that as far as us communicating with one another. Um, so, but yeah, we planned, a, we planned a beautiful wedding, a beautiful wedding ceremony. That didn't happen. Oh, it was supposed to be June 5th, 2004, so that our wedding anniversary date would be 060504. And so people who want to back up to the beginning of this podcast, you'll notice <laughs> that we did say our wedding date was April 10th. We did. And not because we were pregnant. We were not. It's hard to get pregnant when your husband's in, where were you? The Gulf? <laughs> I was out the there. Globe. The, the globe. The globe. Yeah. Um, it just feels like you're just going around the planet. Like, Spain? I don't know. Yeah. Um, so we don't talk about Spain. He came home Rota. March 14th. I think he was home for a week or two. Maybe. I, was on I don't know. It was, it was a lot. I mean, it was, it was a blur. Um, because I was still in school. My school did not stop just because he came home. In fact... Um, I had my geology professor tell me that he didn't care that I missed class because my fiance came home from deployment that I Good should have been him. in class anyway. Um, it's Good fine. I failed both of his classes. Geology's dumb. Um, Good for being an asshole. 
<laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. I persevered anyway. Um, so he came home in March. In on April the fourth, we were in Jacksonville, and he. I was going to spend the day at the beach while he had to do duty on the ship, and um, he came back and he was like, um, "My orders have changed." That's great. What does that mean? I'm headed to Texas. And <laughs> when were, it was like not even 10 days, not even 10 days. I'm headed he to had Texas. to be in Texas. I'm going to learn how to fight crime. Um, Which, I mean, we talked about a couple weeks ago. Uh, <clears throat> we, we talked about how that happened on the ship. Uh, we talked about ship life. Yep. Uh, remember, so we were engaged yeah. in dating through all this. So, she it didn't know all the details, but yeah, it wasn't a complete surprise. I knew that there would be a career change eventually with signalman phasing out, but um, he would graduate from MA school on June 3rd. Um, and all I knew to this point, my whole experience with military and planning something was that it was not conducive to living a planned life. Um, which there is, was no as, guarantee that Richard would graduate MA school and be back in Georgia in time for us to get married when I wanted to get married. So what she's saying is he's not smart. He might have failed. That's not true. What I'm I saying, don't know if Richard can make it. <laughs> he don't like pepper and he don't like to get I sprayed in the face. I don't know if those two things go together. <laughs> a failure, you were gonna make it, but. Um, so his parents said, well, you could just go to the courthouse and get married. And I said, I refuse. Um, so we, on a Tuesday decided, I won't even pretend I know what the date of that Tuesday was, Good talk. decided to get married on a Saturday. Um, and that's Qu what we did. Courthouse. Went to the courthouse. No, no. Um, his parents were buying a house. The house was completely empty. Um, I walked down the very pretty wooden stairs in my wedding dress with my being escorted by my father, um, through the metal chair pews in the living room into the dining room. And we were married by the pastor. You had your own banquet hall. We did. I mean, we set up tables so in cool. the garage. Um, it worked. It worked. We, we had the wedding. We, wanted as far as the ceremony um minus one part but it's fine um i didn't want the bridal march and i got the country version of a bridal march played instead of the song i wanted and it's fine um because at the end of the day we were married and we were not married at a courthouse we um we had the family members that um, could be there and wanted to be there, were there. We had our friends and family with us. Um, and we, I guess it was a really good day. It was a quick day. Um, and then three days later, he flew from Atlanta to Houston. San Antonio. I mean, same place. We're sorry, Texans. She doesn't know better. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> It's fine. You got to work with the Blue Angels while you were out there. Yeah, we ain't got to talk about that. So oh, this is oh, about you. you. Hold up. No, 
This is no, about no, no. Susan. I'm not it's doing like this. Me to oh, yeah. No, we'll talk about that later because I did a Blue Angels thing when I was in MA school, too, which is weird. I'm telling you. Weird. In Corpus Christi. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, okay. Hey, Susan, go. So I finished that semester of school. Um, I had at that point completed four years of college. I had not completed it, though, because um, like I had not finished my degree. Because I went to a um, liberal arts. Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah. Um, college. And so I had to take all of these extra classes like music appreciation um, and others. I'm sure there's others. So I. Blech. Yeah. So um, I didn't finish my degree then, but I also was able to leave with owing the school very little money in comparison to what I could have owed. That's a great thing. Yeah. So then we went to Charleston. Um, and we were in Charleston for a long time before somebody said, why didn't you finish your degree while you were here? And I said, I didn't know I could. I thought I would have to pay out of state fees. And um, at that point, it was too late. So that's something I want to bring up is um, if you're a military spouse, which apparently... It's, it's an area we're getting into. Um, if you're a military spouse, like I, you're not told you can mm-hmm. go to school and not pay out of state tuition or I, really not pay anything. Like I almost, yeah, I almost feel like the military almost purposely does that, like doesn't put those resources out there. Like you have to seek them out. Right. Well, and, right. And, and, and this the, in the sense that it's internet like, days of everything. Being oh, yeah. Like Google wasn't a thing. Like right. it just was. Yeah, it was was college. You know, my space, and... baby. My space. Uh, yeah, yeah. Top five, baby. <laughs> Turn on my click on my page. Listen to my new song. Yeah, that's it was sorry. so fresh and so clean, clean. Sorry. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Um, so I don't know what you mean to say at this point. So we, yeah. So like that's the thing. I don't think people know that, and I want I want spouses to know that. Like, or if you know a military spouse who wants to finish their degree, or even get a degree, or even start their degree, or whatever, they can. There are resources. They just have to go seek out those resources. Um, they're a little more easily accept accessible now than they were even then, but. Um, so Susan, you you stopped. I stopped school. Um, I wound up getting a job at the child development center on the base. So it was fun to say that I worked at the CDC um, because that always made people look at me twice. Because um, that's it was not the center of disease control. It really, was just child development center. Um, but I did that for. It's okay, Billy. It took me years to figure that one out. Yeah, I didn't get it right away. You would tell people that, and I didn't get it. The CDC. Yeah, I got it now. Totally got well, it yeah, now. Well, yeah, COVID's made them well-known. Jeez. Go ahead. Um, So I worked at the Child Development Center on base. Um, We had our first child Um, after we were there for a while. Um, So she was our military brat. Yeah, and, now. Yeah. So, um, I think, I think Richard was like three or so months from getting out 
when I found out that he that I could have finished school. Jeez, um, really? Yeah. Well, yeah, because we came across like it was the director of the child care facility that asked me why I had not finished. And I said, well, can't afford it at this point. And she goes, no, no, no. I said, well, that's what it is. And like we we it felt like. So this is um, those who've listened to the other show. This is like after Danique left, after most of that chain of command had left. Um, we the horrible we, fucking humans that you guys worked for. Yeah, we awful. we came across um, she like her director of the child development center um, really started opening things up. This, but we also found out that like. I said before, I served four years and 12 months. The reason that is, is because I signed a 12-month extension to become a Master in Arms. Hindsight? Dirty. Dirty on the Navy's part. You do away with my job, and I'll have to sign an extension so I can do a new job. Without a bonus. That you're going to make me do a new job. So, you're not going to kick me out. You're not going to honorably discharge me. You're going to make me pick a new job. And in order to pick the job that I actually came in for, you're going to make me sign a 12-month extension. Only to find out literally right before I get out. So three months or so before I got out, I didn't have to do that 12 months because I was getting out. That 12 months was only there if I was going to stay in. So, yeah. yeah, that's why we just had about five seconds of dead air because it's that ridiculous. No, I, <laughs> I get it. I get um, it. Yeah. So you, at that point, we were set up that you were on military time, not your own time. So uh, from there, we uh, I got out and started chasing dreams. And I, I think I think it would have been easy to for us both to give up, like any hope. But like you never did, like you never, you never allowed me to just quit. Um, I didn't marry a quitter. Even though, like at that point, depression had gotten bad, like real bad. Um, it was. That's when I worked at the daycare in LJ, and I would work. I don't know, seven thirty to five thirty, and come home, and you had maybe looked for a job or two. At that point, yeah. So I ended up going to college. Um, While you were in. Well, I ended up going to manual. And you okay. stopped working at child development centers because you had done that a few times. Well, yeah, because we moved. So we moved here and um, here is where I went to college. Yeah. And so there were not as many available to pick from um and so um we needed money so i started keeping kids in our home while staying home at this point we had gauge we had gauge while richard was in college um i don't recommend it that was hard that was way harder than having a military brat um so yeah so richard got his degree yeah, and like, like you, 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 you stop chasing your dream of being a teacher. 
you didn't obviously the southern Georgia, South Georgia, and all that crap like that. Okay, never happened. That never ne- happened. that wasn't ever going to happen. But the teaching thing could have happened. But you just stopped. I did because of you. And I'm not saying that to be a an ass. It's literally because you. So Susan, you sacrificed because he was in the military, right? I did. And then unintentionally not knowing that you could have continued when you were in Charleston, which is just a fault on. To me, the Navy, again. Right. Because you probably would have continued school if you were in Charleston. Absolutely, I would have finished before we ever had kids. Because that would have been so much easier. And, and you know, like... So, hold on. So, Gage was born what year? I'm I'm going somewhere with this. Gage was born 2009. So, that was... Wait, wait, hold on. When was Gage born? What month? February. He's only a couple months older than Gianna. Okay. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Yes. But about three feet taller. <laughs> um, he was born Richard's second semester of school because we were pregnant when we moved up here. So 09, Gage was born. Mm-hmm. And then what happened from so he got his degree, and then what happened then? Well, so I want to say this like part of my depression was, and I think this is part of anyone's depression mixed with anxiety which again we didn't know at the time we didn't know what was going on we didn't we didn't know that my brain was scrambled i don't even know what we thought it was um but part of that is constantly chasing the next thing right never settling in to what is in front of you and what you were doing it is i was constantly chasing the next thing so even before like before school before i went to college like i was trying to manage a band again which i had done while i was in the navy i was trying to uh be the entertaining coordinator entertainment coordinator for a bar and grill in ella j i worked at a uh, Kirkland's. Uh, I worked at uh, a, a CD store. Um, I was I was constantly CDs. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was I was constantly chasing music for a song. Yeah, what a <laughs> third key holder. Um, Shut up. <laughs> but but I will say that re- regardless of what we didn't know. Um, Richard never once went without working and bringing in some kind of money. Um, we oh, may have had to be creative on how we spent it, and we might have been um, stretched further, and we might have required assistance at times, but he never let us do without. He... Um, he, he says all of that. He says that, that he was chasing the next big thing, but he also was a lifeguard at a YMCA at um, not 18. I don't know how old you were. Mid-20s. Um, yeah, um, because it paid pretty well for our area for a summer gig. And he could still work at the college doing summer jobs. Um various summer jobs, moving furniture around the campus, um, locking up doors for security. Uh, I think you worked at the pool at the college for, I mean, he, 
he always was. He did what he needed to do to make sure that. Yeah. yeah. Right. So. So because he always did what he needed to do for us, it was very easy for me to do what needed to be done at home. So I, um, I joked that I was a domestic goddess. That's not the truth. I did what needed to be done. So I meal planned and I grocery shopped. Um, most of the time hated it, still hate it. Um, but the laundry was kept up. The kids were clean. The kids were entertained. Um, I supplemented our income by keeping other kids in our home because that meant that we didn't have to spend any money on daycare. And even then daycare in our area was a hundred dollars a week. So uh, we didn't have that kind of per kid, per kid, per kid. Right. Yeah. Um, And so Kylie was almost three. Gage was a newborn. um, And we, we made it. He graduated from college. Um, Now, because we were planners it was, we were going to go far away and live. Um, we had a map of the United States and we would put in pins wherever he applied for a job. Um, but those pins never, we never went anywhere um, until we moved across town to this house where we've been for 10 years. Um, where he continued to do what he needed to do to provide yeah. for us. Um, and I continued to keep kids at home because how, once how, the other two were in school, it was all, I mean, we didn't have to worry about daycare, but I could keep extras and make more money, but still have the freedom to do what I needed to do around the house for the house, for the family. And how long, Susan, how long did this go on? Cause at this point, Rich is out. So he's right. he's doing he's working these jobs, doing what he needs to do to provide to, to the best of his ability. You're doing the same, but doing it from home because I mean, technically, I mean that's there's not any small task to watch. Not just your children. See, I I grew up in a home with a stay at home mother of being the oldest of five, so I watched my mother kind of do what the same thing you did. You know, she was my mother's a very intelligent woman, and she gave up her dreams of she never she never had the opportunity to go back to school because she had five kids so i know the task of just from being a fly on the wall watching what my mother went through but to do it for someone else's children is also taxing i can imagine emotionally mentally is taxing even though you're getting paid for it it's still you have to and correct me if i'm wrong you have to right. care for those children in the sense that as they're yours because they're oh, absolutely uh, they're in your they're they're in your charge. I don't even know if have to. I I, I, I that's just Susan's nature. And okay. I want to go back like you, they, <sighs> like you wanted to be a teacher. So doing this childcare thing fit that want for a while. Well, right, because we were able to do um, pre-K type lessons. So learn your ABCs, learn your colors, numbers, shapes. Um, we did not sit around and watch cartoons all day. Um, that like you was, would take them to the zoos. You would, like you would. You would go, educate them. Right. We would were give them life experiences and educate we them. We taught them how to 
cut up the cocaine perfectly. Richard Benjamin, no, we didn't. They made shoes. <laughs> they made shoes. That's what we call it. Oh, now I know what the term booger sugar means. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but so you uh, cut up cocaine. You're an idiot. <laughs> so I I went through a spell after graduating where I was working a lot of different places um, because part of it was, and I I don't know how you dealt with this and I I still don't know. um, And I don't know that you even care to share on here, then that's fine. Um, But like I wasn't working in a singular, I couldn't stay in a job because uh, the mental stuff that I was dealing with was because your brain wasn't wired. Right. Right was causing me to not be able to hold down a job and and you constantly were supportive and were constantly dealing with this so i mean we're talking what 2012 to 2018 right yeah 18 well i think i think that was the safety net of staying home yeah. if i stayed home then i continued to have my money coming in because because again there was very limited child care providers in our area um so i actually turned away um more kids than i took in so i i knew that i could consistently bring in money um i could consistently be home while now i don't I don't ever think um, I don't think I ever thought of you in a negative light while all of this job mess was happening. Um, I mean, you kind of went from crappy job of uh, being a furniture and the antique job with that shady guy um, to working at Interglow who oh, crap. did your dad dirty. Um, so like it, it wasn't ever that he lost these amazing jobs and it was horrible. It was that, um, things were not good at the job already. And so hindsight, when they nitpicked at Richard and broke down his character, Richard's fight or flight response kicked in and it was usually fight because how dare you question my character when I've given you nothing to question it for Um, because Richard is a man of character. Um, He will stand up for what he believes in. Um, He believes in this. Um, And he, he, he jokes around a lot, but you don't tear somebody down to build somebody up. In Richard's world. And so a lot of that was happening at these different places he worked for. And so it was very easy to see why the inevitable leaving was okay. Um, but again, I think I stayed home because there was that safety net. Um, and then, but then we got to a point where I had a really good job and I loved it. And it was, I think, the springboard for my eventual 
going back to school, which was taking care of um, a special needs young adult. Um, so I got, I got my job at, at my current place of employment. Yeah, we're not gonna. Yeah, I get you. Oh, it was after I let go. It was let go from Caleb, though. Was it? Mm-hmm. You got let go from Levi Stink Company. God, Susan. Um, and then a month later, they <laughs> let me know that I they were gonna have to make different choices for him. Um, <laughs> Name dropping so great. <laughs> We're gonna. Um, we've just lost everything. We are gonna sue us. On what basis? I don't know. The Those crappy T-shirts they have now. <laughs> it, oh, wow! I didn't even Love say it. the name of the company. Well, anybody knows anything knows. Uh, um, at any rate, so this is even pre-Billy. So I guess we should really even bring that up. This is all pre-me knowing Billy. Yeah. So this is pre-me knowing that I have something wrong with my head. Listen, we're an hour. And I know how far we are, and I have not even back in school yet so i get a job with another company this company i'm with now mm -hmm. that i enjoy i love has treated me pretty well yes um, and works for a gentleman who um has known richard a long time which so, is good. so yeah so he knows richard beyond what richard's capable for their company um and so when we would have these spurts of issues richard was able to call him up and so things steadily financially got better at home um to where, wonderful, thing. wonderful thing yeah and to where um i really started to wonder if i wanted to be home taking care of kids all the time because at this point we had hendrix yeah hendrix was getting ready to go to pre-k um and I wanted to get Hendrix to kindergarten before I left home. Uh -huh. So um, as we quickly approached this time, because we all know having kids, they grow fast. Richard took me to dinner and he said, um, well, I guess it's important to note, too, that at that point you had this job. Uh -huh. He was on the pastoral staff at church. So that had come full circle finally as far as his theology degree. Um, so he said, you know, I'm, I'm living my purpose. What are you going to do? Um, so I was like, well, I could file papers in a doctor's office because that would be repetitive and the same thing every day, which is not how it is with kids. Um, and I said, but that would get old. Maybe I'll just work at a daycare. I don't want to do that. Then I'll have to work days that the kids aren't home so she's listing all these things and i'm going no <laughs> so then i was no. like well maybe i could be a pre-k teacher i could do that on the degree i on the school that i have schooling that i currently had um same schedule just it'd be whatever um but then i said if i'm gonna go to the trouble of being a pre-k teacher and make very little money um i could finish my degree potentially and make a little bit more um, and so that launched us into, if I finish my degree, how much do I have left? Um, where would I go? Because now we have lived in the mindset of you don't just haphazardly spend money. So I wasn't about to go into major debt for a degree, um, like someone else had. 
<laughs> but it's fine. Um, it'll pay for itself one day. Um, but I had a friend who had gone to school where I went and she was able to complete her master's in like seven months while working full time and raising three kids while her seven months. Yeah. Wow. Um, because the program that I chose, you could, it was self-paced. So I did not have to go sit in class. Um, I did not have to complete any online discussion board posts that make my skin crawl. Um, everything I learned was relevant to my degree. Um, and the, the coolest part for me was that I had to do my four classes for financial aid purposes. Um, and that was like $3,600 for the semester for six months. Anything I completed on top of that, was essentially free because the price of the school did not change based on how many credits I took. Oh, wow. So, um, wish every school did that. Right. <laughs> Jesus. Um, you, so would say, you would say it's not a good business plan, but it really is exploded. And there are other colleges who have fall other universities who have followed suit. Um, but I did have, um, a program mentor who called me, in the beginning, she called me every week and I would say, I, I don't know if I can do this. Um, we have all of these things going on at home and I don't, I don't even think it's worth my time to attempt to do this. So let's talk about what was going on. Cause I think that's, that's important too. So if you will remember at this point, this is 2020, nope. 2019. So this is 2019. Um, by this point, Susan and I had been in each other's lives for 20 years. Um, uh -huh. her, I was my about parents, to say that we've, 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 we've spent two decades so far through this conversation in an yeah. hour and 20 minutes, which um, is um, like very seven impressive. different marriages to each other throughout our um, we, uh, <laughs> we, uh, you had, I mean, my parents were like your parents. I mean, you just, right. you were super tight with my parents. So she starts school in January of 2019. Um, shortly thereafter, February, actually, um, my uncle, who we were close to, passed away suddenly from a heart attack. And then um, just a few short weeks later, my dad uh, is in and out of the hospital with an infection. And he's well, a diabetic. Um, he's a diabetic. And then six weeks after my uncle had passed away, my dad goes in for bypass surgery and yep. ends up having a stroke on the table and um becomes disabled and you're trying to get started in a decree program and um you never missed a beat like i i, I you just never did and that's the part we don't ever talk about is you never my uncle passed away you dealt with that my dad went through what he went through and then Y'all, that 2019 was horrendous because we were trying to figure everything out with dad. And Susan is just cruising along. And then the fall of 2019. It was the summer was when daddy went through his depression. So, yeah, then the summer of 2019, your dad's depression, like, bottomed shot through, out. Shot through the roof. Yeah. In the sense that it was just bad. 
and everything was bad. All of his. Um, I remember these conversations because Rich, we would talk about this stuff. So then um, I get reintroduced to an old friend and she convinces me to go to the VA <laughs> and really have them take a look at things. Well, that's because you also got a letter that you had a new doctor. Yeah. So I had a new doctor. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and you were going through college. You were keeping kids mm -hmm. and I go down and have uh, my diagnosis of PTSD and anxiety. And that's a whole thing we can go over later, uh, later show. And you just stood your ground and you held our, our family together while going to college to get your degree. You, you eventually, you, I don't even know how, but you eventually, um, uh, in two years, you graduate. No. Yes. Twenty twenty one, you graduate. Maybe that's, that's two years. Whatever. Was July, August, something like that. So you graduate, mm -hmm. and you then what happens? You don't have to get into the details, but then what happens? When I not graduate? Well, I think it's important to note that I had a student teach. Um, and so when I did my student teaching, um, because, so what, what grade level are you doing? Well, so, right. So my degree, um, so I have, I've completed all this coursework and, um, yeah, this is the crazy <laughs> part. So I have completed all this coursework and I'm talking to my, my program mentor, um, okay. who she really got me through my program as far as school went. Okay. Um, so I'm talking to her and I said, well, I know that I've got to do my student teaching, but I don't understand why I'm doing eight weeks at the middle school and eight weeks at the elementary school. And she said, Susan, she said, you have double majored. You are getting your elementary <laughs> education degree as well as your, um, special education degree. And I you said, had no, you had no clue it was a double major. Um, I in don't, this, in the sense of you just thought it was the program track, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. I um, which then now, and you have to remember, we have all of this stuff going on. So I have on my desk, I have a checklist of everything I need to do to get to student teaching, and so I have to do background checks so I can go in the school and observe and I have to do um, I have to take these certification exams and it doesn't ever click with me that it would be a double major because in my brain it makes sense that if I am going to be supporting a child who because my degree would for special ed would be um, K through 12 no, I, it's not um, a self-contained class. So I'm supporting or not a self-contained degree. So I'm supporting students who are in a regular classroom. So in my brain, it just made sense that I would need to know that material as well. Um, so, yeah, so I, I double essentially double majored without realizing I double majored. I mean, it was like seven or eight extra classes. Um, so but I'm just checking boxes because. Yeah, I'm getting my degree, but 
um, his dad is in an, out of the hospital. My dad is so low that a man that I spent, I could spend hours on the phone with will now barely talk to me for five minutes. Um, we've got a, uh, pre-K fifth grade and eighth grader who at the end of those school years go virtual for COVID. Um, so we don't know, like we're doing all of their school and then, um, they all go to bed and that's when I get to work on school. So like, it doesn't, I'm not, I'm, I'm doing what I need to do. Um, yeah, I'm, no, just, absolutely. I'm just doing it because the payoff is, is that I will be a teacher, but I, so I have to do student, which teaching. is what you were going to originally move down to Southern Georgia, Georgia to, to, do. to do back in 2000. Do you, and Richard won't go there. Cause it's going to be too hot. Do you see that point A to point B? Well, that's a whole. That's a whole bit. So, Susan, let me backtrack just a little bit. Okay. So, what year did you graduate high school? Uh, two thousand. So, me and you graduated at the same time. Very cool. Yeah. So, two thousand. So, we'll say two thousand in your head. That was your prior to that. Your plan was graduate in two thousand, move down to South Georgia. Well, four, I would have four hours South away. Georgia. Yeah, two thousand four, two thousand five, to have a teaching career. Okay, so we'll say 04, 05, you would have graduated, right? College, yeah. And had a teaching degree down in that mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. 21 years later. Um, I am finally doing my student teaching. Um, and of all places, I have to go to the middle school. Middle schoolers are scary. Um, by that <laughs> why, point, why, why are they scary? Well, by that point, we had already had one middle schooler that we lived with and survived. Um, oh, okay, okay, okay. So, and okay, then so my, I have one. So now. I, I love her, but I want her. I want her. Uh-huh. I want her. Mm-hmm. Um, so then by that point, Gage had been in middle school from fall to December of his sixth grade year. Um, and now okay. I'm going to be student teaching at his school for eight weeks. Um, and a lot of kids who are teachers, kids, they've been teachers, kids, their whole lives. So they, they know the protocol. It's kind of like you can, you can kind of tell the teacher's kids, they, they stick out. And if you think about the ones you went to school with, they stick out. Absolutely. Absolutely. I see it. My, my, my daughters both have friends that are Mm -hmm. the the kids of teachers in the school district Mm -hmm. my children are in. So it's very, I understand it's, where you're going yeah. with that. Yeah. And it's it's not good or bad. It's just the way it, they hold it, themselves, they're used yeah. to the schedule. It's just the whole right. the whole package of it. Yeah, absolutely. And so my kids were not. When they were little, they were surrounded by college Rich. kids. <laughs> Rich. College kids. Because when Richard was in college, we, our home was a safe place. So a lot of college kids spent time in our home. Yeah. Um, we still have three, two, two really that still call us mom and dad, and they call Kylie and Gage their siblings. Um, that's awesome. Hendrick, yeah. So, um, so they're they're built different. Um, I we've still got time to mold Hendrix into a teacher's kid. 
but no, <laughs> no, it's right. You're right. Yeah. He's he done. Is he, yeah, it's all so It's all. I spent eight weeks at the middle school, um, and towards the end of that, I actually interviewed at two elementary schools and was very politely declined from the position at uh, those schools because um, my interview skills were horrible because I had not been in a per- professional position. Um. 20 years yeah since we moved up here in 2007 yeah a long time so 14 years yeah that's a long time that's a long time that's a um, high school kid so now now, let's just say this now she's wanting to like quit not go interview anymore blah 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 no i had a plan and i said i had a plan of course she had a plan we just we established this in the beginning podcast she plans everything no no billy let her tell you her plan so my plan was um that if now i i am a firm believer that um prayer works so god and i had a chit chat and just like when I told God that I didn't want to date a whole lot, I told God that um, I maybe wanted to interview two more times before I got a job. Um, so please, God, if you're going to give me a teaching job, um, please just help me out here. Because if I got a 50-50 shot, God. Let's make this happen. Well, yeah. no, I, I did not want to have to go to more interviews because <sighs> yeah, I don't I get talk it. about myself. Yeah. So... Um, so then I did eight weeks of student teaching at the elementary school Bless and um, I really enjoyed being at the middle school. I really struggled in the beginning at the elementary school um, and, but settled in, did what I needed to do. Loved it. The teacher I worked with, um, she allowed me to be the teacher a lot more than she had to um so i got i got a great experience um that's awesome i was in my last week there um i think it was a wednesday i looked like poo because it was my last week there and it it was teaching's hard so i got called to the principal's office um now it's kind of funny because I don't like to be unprofessional. Um, and so I get to the office and I said, uh, Miss Korea called Susan Robertson to the office and, and I'm her, I'm Susan Robertson. And so they all kind of laughed at me. Super nervous. Yeah. Cause I had no idea why I was being called. You got to remember this is the goody, good girl growing up. This is, this is never go to I go to the, the principal. Go to yeah for like your uh, honor roll no, certificate. Uh, okay. <laughs> I went to the office. Yeah, because you fucking valid valedictorian. Anyway, your mom was checking you out. Like that's why you went so to the true. office. Anyway, so I get in there and I was your offered a job. You <laughs> so they offered me a job. My last very cool teaching, and Aww. because, um. The same interview committee was going to be conducting the next set of interviews for any upcoming positions. I did not have to interview again. So. Saving grace. Isn't it? Prayer does work. Mm-hmm. So I, I I wanted Susan on. And now now she's about to complete her. You're what? Three weeks from completing your first year? 
uh, 13 days, but it's fine. <laughs> Who's counting? Uh, 12 and a half, really. Because <laughs> you got that half day. Yeah. Uh, of your lucky. first your first year of my teaching? First year. Your first year. My first your own, year. Your own class. Your class. And, um yeah, yeah. sort of and it wasn't and, and it wasn't easy I, I, we don't have to go into the details of it it wasn't easy you starting no it was it was very much you me coming home and after football games and or disc golf tournaments and you sitting in our living room crying because it just was that difficult to get started so you but you like you never stopped you never stopped and i think even with your story it's important to notice like even though it felt like you had stopped chasing this dream. Um, you didn't. You just didn't. from listening to you, you didn't, Susan. You never really cool. stopped chasing the dream. I I do want to say that when you got hired on, because you know, Rich and I do talk a good amount. Well, by this point, you and I were super tight. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I I'm being very genuine when I say this. Enjoyed hearing the excitement in his voice. When you got hired, it was oh. very, yeah. it was very, it was very cool to have that conversation with them because you could hear. And I've learned a lot today that me and Rich haven't talked about on through this <laughs> whole journey. So now I have, I go back to that, that phone call. Rich, you know, the phone call. Cause you called me, mm-hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think you I were, just, yeah, you were the first person I called. Yeah. So now Susan, what I think is so cool is hearing, the whole story now over this hour and 36 minutes and 53 <laughs> seconds I'm so sorry, yes. <laughs> no don't be sorry I'm at all it's, a beautiful, it, it's like... a beautiful it's an absolutely beautiful story for someone who was very shy to even get on the microphone in the beginning of this you you did an amazing job but I, I i think back to that phone call and to hear it now i have such more appreciation for one i genuinely like i because i like i said I, I was watching my mother do it and she put her dreams, literally, they put them on the back burner. So I appreciate what you've done for your family and for your kids, but also for yourself. Because we all know, being military members, if we, well, Rich and I, we appreciate the spouse community of the military because of what you guys have to do. Those... Like when I was with the combat commands, the Navy's Expeditionary Combat Commands, we had to have, they literally, when we went to gear loadout, when you check in, you go to gear loadout, and it's a, it's a huge warehouse, and you get all your different deployed uniforms for different, it's different BDU uniforms for different environmental situations that you could be deployed to. So you get greens, tans, all this different stuff. But you get a 72-hour bag. A 72-hour bag, we were instructed, and you had to sign paperwork for this, that will be left by your front door in your home at all times because it's for three days worth of gear, and you get to, you will deploy within 24 hours. Wow. So as a former, mil- well, I'm not even going to say former, but as a military spouse, because once you are one, you're always one, no matter. It sticks with you for the rest of your life. I think it's very cool to sit here and listen to what you did for your family, but still had the drive and determination and perseverance and support on his end also, because it does take two. It does. It really does take two. 
to be where you are now. I think it's awesome. I think it's and to hear Rich when you you got hired on, he was honestly like a little kid at Christmas. It was really fucking cool. It was really cool to hear just the love in his voice for you and for you to be able to achieve your dreams knowing that you sacrifice so much for the family. So, congratulations on almost finishing your first year. And the next time you go to a Savannah Bananas game, I better get a freaking t-shirt. Um, you can come with us. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, if I get I used all my PTO up with this damn flu that I had. I don't have any damn days off right now. <laughs> Bro, we, we... Aren't you feeling sick June 10th? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Boss, we got on. you. We'll get you a shirt. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be a 4XL on the fat ass. <laughs> so, I don't... Listen, I, 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 you know, is it... Did I bring her on for personal reasons? No, I didn't like that story she's told, like we told today. I don't like telling that story to. Oh, you got a lot of information today. Like stuff she brought up today. <laughs> I, I, y'all don't even know. Like I, I ain't happy that like some of that came out, but that's right. fine. It doesn't matter because I think the, 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 the stuff. That's the that point we, of the podcast. Right. The things that came out today, I want people to understand like her point A to point B, which really was her ultimate, ultimate point B. I mean, you got to harpen back to Lincoln. Like, it's just, it's a much bigger even time span than Lincoln went through on a previous episode. Um, you know, like she she didn't even think she would get to her point B because yeah. she thought her point B had changed, and yeah. she really did go back to her original point B. Yeah, there's some changes, but that time between starting, you know, starting college back in 2000. To to starting college again in 2019, that that 19 year period, things happened in her life that put her in a sp- spot where I don't think 2000 year 2000 Susan in the year 2000 um, party like it's 1999. Right. Um, <laughs> she uh, the year 2000 Susan I don't think would have done special education. I don't think would have done anything along those lines um and legitimately would have gotten to 2019 and been pretty close to retirement shut your mouth i'll be 70 Um, if i go 30 years it's fine uh, (laughs) i love that she had to make that very well known (laughs) um so you could have been close to retirement well i just think like the but you i think you're happier now than you would have been then yes i think that 2000 early 2000 Susan um I don't think her glasses were necessarily rose colored but I think she was very naive to what would come with life um and I I think that if I had made it to retirement it would have been by the skin of my teeth because it was it's hard yeah it's hard um there, there are days that we, the kids and I leave at six fifty, um, if we're running late and in the with morning. It, yeah. Um, and with everything that the kids are involved in, there are days that we don't get home till nine, nine thirty at night. Um, no, you trust me, to- we, we have to, we, we have to make it very specific for certain okay. people listen to this. Yeah. Well, I'm not just oh, being rude. I'm just you're accommodating and it's funny to my listeners who um, would be like, that's only three hours. 
But I will say <laughs> that living with a whole bunch of special needs, no, that would be ugly to say, wouldn't it? <laughs> no, but I, okay, on a more on a serious note along those lines, <laughs> you're welcome. Um, Sit over choking at him, mute the mic. <laughs> um, I oh, will say, Richard's so mean to Susan. <laughs> oh no, Susan's mean to Richard. <laughs> He's always cracking jokes about her. Oh, know? she's cracking it's jokes about him. Sorry, go ahead. I do think that because our marriage was always different from everybody else's, yep. and we had to work at it differently, um, I think it put me in a good position to do special ed in that I was already looking and thinking out, having to think outside the box every day um and it wasn't until he was diagnosed that we even knew why our lives were different but we just knew that they were different so um i do think that because of the things we've been through and the things that we've done um it does put me in a pretty easy spot to say hey um we can approach this differently and we can still get done what we need to get done with my kiddos Damn. I was, you don't need to ride up now, do you? No, I no, I don't. I do. I, well, I still do. So make sure. Yeah, I got done, you. Done the second we're finished with this. Right. I'm gonna make her do it. No, <laughs> it's bedtime. So I, was, this Susan, is great. No, Susan, I I honestly thank you honestly for taking the time. Usually, you're you're usually you're the background voice prior to us doing the podcast and cracking jokes or putting rich in his place that people don't get to hear which i thoroughly enjoy because for me it's <laughs> you know, he's so mean to her no <laughs> we hear like i have people I'm say Bobby. that like why do you crack jokes about susan why are you always cracking on susan i'm like you don't hear what goes on that's because your voice is too loud man oh no but susan thank you so much for joining us i, re I really do appreciate it and you know you're more than welcome to come back anytime you want even if it's just like we can have an episode where we just make fun of rich like that's fine with me see we we could do that it's okay i don't know if i could do that we, we don't do try. that already uh thanks for listening thanks for taking like an hour and 45 minutes of your time to listen to this episode no it's Please listen to my episode. Yeah, and actually throw yeah, throw, 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 us, throw us up a, a review on Apple if you're listening on Apple Podcast. Throw us up a, a five star. Write a little write a little write up. We got one up there already from uh, one of our listeners, which I think is pretty awesome. But uh, you know we're gonna be back here uh, next week. You know we record on Sunday nights. I try to drop it there. You know right after we're done with the show, do a little editing, and then uh, throw it up there on the interweb, the internet machine. You know, through all those platforms. But I got some shit I want to get off my chest. Do we have a guest next week? No, we don't. And I was going to ask you after the episode, let's just do a Billy show next week. Yeah, because I, I got some shit I got to get off my chest. Some stuff that I've kind of been a little uh, dropping little subtle hints here from, you know, since the first episode. But I got some stuff I want to talk about and uh, some stuff that's been, been bothering me. And I'm going to name drop the shit out of some people because, uh, you know, I think it's time. I think it's time next to do week that is the billy episode this is the episode that i actually have two or three people asking for so yeah i think it's i think it's time i got some stuff i want to get off my chest but as usual we love that you're uh you're joining us please share the hell out of this let your friends know about it uh you can always email us at unprofessionalveterans at gmail.com if you need any feedback or you think you want it, you know someone you want on the show or anything like that you know some constructive 
criticism is always nice. And uh, yeah, but still will... leave us a five star rating, even if you're gonna leave like a bad review. Yeah, just throw a five star rating with a horrible review if you need to. It's okay. I'm fine just... with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. We too. won't hate you. Now, if yeah. you leave a low star rating and a negative review, we're reading that crap on the air. Oh yeah, and we're definitely gonna we're we're gonna make sure that people uh, report all your social media pages. Anyway, we'll see you guys next week, Rich. We, as we usual, ha- it's been we awesome. We make you go listen to our TikTok episode. Yeah. We know how to bully people on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We'll see you guys next. Bye, week. everybody. <laughs> Have a good one.